Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A Dear Media original podcast. Welcome in to Back to the Beach, you guys. Before we jump into this week's episode, really quickly, I just want to chat about America's number one meal kit, which is, of course, HelloFresh. You guys can subscribe to HelloFresh and check save money off your fall to-do list. HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping, too. It's time to cozy up and save money by cooking at home. Fall is the perfect time to experience the delicious taste and unparalleled convenience of HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. Plus, pre-portioned ingredients make cooking a snap and cut down on food waste. I've talked to you guys pretty much every week about HelloFresh on this podcast, so you know I love it because it is convenient. If you're feeling uninspired in the kitchen, which definitely happens to me sometimes, it's nice because it takes the thought out of cooking. Everything's ready to go. I have a crazy fall with my kids between soccer and now basketball is starting. It's just one thing after another. So having everything ready to go and not having to meal plan and put all this thought and time into it has been such a lifesaver for me this fall. Any mom I know can relate. So you guys go to hellofresh.com slash beach 65 and use code beach 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, go to hellofresh.com slash beach 65 and use code beach 65 for 65% off plus free shipping. You guys, trust me, you're going to want to check out America's number one meal kit. If I have a picture in my mind of you in high school, this is it. You're Aww. wearing all black. You've got these, what kind of pants are they? Bell-bottom pants? Oh yeah, that had it? to have been, yes. Like some sort of like a, a scarf or something as like a kind of a belt and then like a spaghetti strap and then a choker. <laughs> that was my uniform back in the day. What's up, everybody? We are here once again for our final episode of the first season of Laguna Beach. It's back to the beach with Kristen and Steven. I'm Steven Coletti. I'm Kristen Cavallari. There she is. And <laughs> I'm excited to get into this one. I got to say. Me too. Here we are at the end of the first season. I can't believe it. I honestly feel like this season flew by. And I got to say, it was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. I've actually really enjoyed going back watching everything. It's been 18 years since we've both seen it. And going through it and talking about it with you has really cleared up a lot for me. And I've just really enjoyed mm. the whole experience. 
I could say the exact same thing. I'm glad to hear that you've enjoyed it. I had an idea of like, look, I, I really feel like this could be fun. And I know we would have a lot of fun doing it together because as I mentioned about 10 times in the first season of Laguna Beach, Kristen's really fun. She's like <laughs> really so cool to hang out with, I you know? I still am. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew we would have fun with this, but I also, yeah, didn't know as we got into it what would happen. And it has, even from the jump, I think that first episode, us getting back in a room together with, you know, Dear Media and, and doing those first episodes was great. Went off without a hitch for the most part. And we found this groove. And yeah, there it's, it's weird. There's little moments, whether it's something that I know is upcoming that kind of happens in the show between us or something that I never even expected. And then you highlight something for me. I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's so interesting to hear your perspective kind of clears things up and smooths things over a little bit. So yeah, very cathartic. And you know what? It is moving this show that I kind of buried in my life, or at least tried to, <laughs> uh, as far as, of course, watching it in this in the spot of like, eh, uncomfortable with what that was, but that's fine. We'll just leave that back there at that point in our life. To now, like, I, I feel more comfortable with it. You know, mm-hmm. you feel like, look, it's been shocking in a, in a lot of places. Don't get me wrong. It's not easy watching this stuff, <laughs> but, but to be able to watch it and debrief about it with you and yeah, get another perspective has, has made it interesting. So I agree. That's it's, cool. It's been therapeutic in a way. Also, I want to point out you are wearing a Laguna Surf and Sport t-shirt. Is that from high school? That's right. It nearly, right after high school, I think I got this one, but this one has been in the, in the bottom of my drawers for a very long time. You know, <laughs> the idea of getting some shirts and I have to shout out Jason Watson, the manager there of Surf and Sport, who's actually, who will be in this episode. Yeah, He'll send me some stuff from the shop, which I always love to have, but often I can't wear it because, you know, second thought about putting it on and then going out to somewhere in public where, you know, I'm not going to walk through an airport with Laguna Surf and Sport shirt on. Steven from Laguna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe now after doing the podcast, we've got to support could. the podcast. So we'll, we'll get the word out. But I wore a sweatshirt actually to the first or second episode when we mm. first started taping there. And then now That's we're bookending right. the first season with some more gear. So we'll have Full to- Full circle. Um, there you go. Yeah. We got to get Laguna Surf and Sport on as a sponsor. Yeah, Jason, I love Watson, it. if you're watching this, I highly doubt you are, but maybe somebody will let him know. <laughs> Sponsor our show. Know, maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe more people will listen than you think. <laughs> maybe we could do an episode from In Laguna Surf and Sport. Hey, there's a good idea. Like, we talked about doing an episode with Uncommon James, maybe in a store. There you go. Could be funny. Then we take it back to Laguna. Take it um, back to Laguna. I like this. Maybe a Cabo episode too, if we're feeling brave enough. I don't know. I'm feeling brave enough. I want to redeem myself. You think you could go yeah. back? <laughs> <laughs> I might be dancing on bars though. I think I still got it. <laughs> I'll get up there with you. Yeah. I think it's there you I go. Mean, <laughs> well, uh, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the last episode yeah. here. It is, of course, titled Dunzo, and it aired December 14th, 2004, which we haven't talked about this too much, but our lives at this point have completely changed, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm remembering coming back home from college. Now, as the first season's done and everyone talking about it and there being a response around town too. It and was, you know what? I kinda, think that I was filming season two while this was airing. We had already started. Because oh, you want to know why? When you said that you came home, I just had a flashback to a party at, I want to say, Lowe's house when we were filming. And it was when you first came back. And I think we first saw each other, which I guess we'll find out here in season two. But it was around Christmas Is it time. on the show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. See, season two is a total blur. There's some episodes that I'm in that I haven't watched because I didn't watch the whole season. So I'm going to learn a lot from that. <laughs> and there's also, I think there's some stuff that I thought was in this final episode that wasn't there. Oh, okay. For example, I think there's a scene from when I was up at school and they shot it right when they dropped me off, right when I right when I moved up there. And I think they might've used it in season two 
I don't know. We'll get to it. I don't, I don't yeah, want to well, go into had, it too much to now. They leave on the cliffhanger that they did. Yeah, they put a bow on this first season and all the storylines in a, a very, very masterful way. Sure did. It's described to you guys as in the final days before leaving Laguna, Stephen must tie up loose ends. First saying goodbye to Trey, which, by the way, I thought I already said goodbye to Trey. I know. <laughs> Misprint, maybe. Then the surf shop. And finally, Kristen. Luckily, there's one person he won't have to part with. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Man. <laughs> You're laughing. I am laughing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just so funny because even in the recap, you know, Lauren says, I'm going to miss everything about Laguna. Well, not everything. And then it cuts to me, you know, and then all good things oh, must yeah. come to an end. Well, maybe, you know, just like really setting the stage for you and Lauren up in San Francisco together. <laughs> yep. They, they did it again with the previously on. Then they smashed to us on the beach there, which is a total MTV scene. Lauren and I never met up at the beach and she would not <laughs> come and watch me skim. And it's funny. I remember the two lines at the end when I say everything's about to change or let's see, what was it? I was, I was like, things have changed. And she says, it's weird because everything is about to change. So and dramatic. Those are total, <laughs> well, those lines are fed from the writers. Yeah, We haven't talked about the writers too much because they are basically ghosts for the show. They're not mentioned. I don't even know if they're credited really, but Probably they had not. writers come in yeah. and they actually didn't want them. I remember they were kind of awkward with us. And I don't know if that's just kind of a, a writer thing. Well, <laughs> they're like, I, think they're not as good because, I think it was because we were so young. And I think there was this, I don't know if it was a written rule or unwritten rule in reality TV that really the production wasn't supposed to associate with the cast. I remember even yep. on the Hills, I dated a cameraman on the Hills. I mean, this was actually like a big old Ooh, fat. No, no. Scandalous he, you. And it got out and he got <laughs> fired for it. So it was like, oh. it's like a whole thing. I don't think they're really supposed to talk to the cast. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) How long after he was fired did your relationship last until then? Not long. (laughs) Oh, no. You know, it was actually kind of messed up because we were really secretive about it for probably a couple months. And then paparazzi got us at the airport with a week left of shooting and they fired him. And I remember being like, that's bullshit. We've been so professional. All this stuff, but they just, they didn't care. They let him go. So professional, so secretive. We, like, I was like, I'm still right, dating I'm Brody this. on the show. It's fine. I'm doing my job. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, at that point, it was just a total job. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, in the previously on, I wasn't ready for this trailer from the whole season that they yeah. just flash. They use a couple of, of pieces from Cabo. There's two versions of me saying slut, which stung. I really wasn't ready for they that. I wanted I was to like, hammer oh, that gosh. home. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, but they cut that together well. And then they, it's like between what you were doing and what I was doing, it was just like, oh man, they did us dirty there. And then they, yeah, like you mentioned, they have that, that line from Lauren, very dramatic. And then a little seagull that just like, yeah. and then he cut to Lauren and I on the beach. But from there, they have a scene that got me pretty good because this is an, an IRL moment. This is me saying goodbye to Jason, my boss at Laguna Surf and Sport, and Kara, my coworker, and handing off the key. And you know what? We see Surf and Sport early on in the season, and it didn't really get me as much then. But it got me watching this episode where all the feelings of the memories of working there in the shop and when I was first hired— I mean, do you remember like we would hang out in there like after closing? All the time. Remember the turkey photo shoot that we did there? I mean, like- We did. You can see there's a brand turkey that's uh, on the show. Some people have, I think you're wearing it. You're wearing a bikini turkey wearing, laying at at Morgan's house in before the Cabo episode. I don't know. You can see the turkey logo. Yeah, I think so. And then some people were wearing a a turkey shirt here and there, but that was a, a local brand from Laguna. And then after that first season started airing, they wanted you and I to come in and, and do a little photo shoot. It was fun. We had a gear. lot of memories at Surf and Sport. 
We did. I mean, yeah. we'd stay after closing. Like, if we didn't have someone's house to go to yeah. afterwards, like, yeah. we'd hang out. I we'd know. go hang out in the basement. Oh, yeah. Do you remember oh that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Wait. I asked you to win our formal at the bottom of Surf and Sport. I just remembered that because you— Oh, what? that's on season two. Oh, no. Was it you? Oh, my God. Hold on. Press pause. Well, May- I think it's in season two. Awkward. Maybe I asked somebody else because you didn't How go to— How many guys at Surf and Sport did you date? <laughs> Did I take someone else's? Was it servant sport? Shit, I don't know. We'll get into it in season two. But I feel like it was on camera. So maybe I asked somebody else, but I don't know who else I would have dated that worked at servant sport. I, but now I just remembered the basement of servant sport. And I feel like I asked somebody to win her formal. Maybe we talked about it down there, but we hung out there from time to time yeah. after hours. Yes, we did. <laughs> but yeah, this was a sweet scene for me because a lot of memories. It was so fun working in that shop. It was, it was a kind of a hub. Like we, we stayed open from nine to nine every day, even in the off season. So after about 7 p.m. in the wintertime around there, no one comes in the shop and we just kind of hang out. I mean, even then you'd still be able to come out and just hang out with me and wait until I got off to get out of there. But there's also, you know, it's funny because they would hassle me about the phone ringing off the hook once the show aired. And by the way, if you're one of those people that would prank call the shop back in the day and you're listening yeah. to this now, maybe go online and, and order a t-shirt or something from the shop, send them a little <laughs> bit of love. But uh, because MTV had me answering the phone early in the season where you kind of mock the way I say surf and sport oh. to the very end here where he's he says, you got a job Christmas time, anytime, which I thought was really sweet and a real moment. But I think it's that where fans of the show are watching and saying, maybe he's working at the shop because then they would call oh my gosh. relentlessly I'm and, sure. and ask for me. How funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, anywho. And then I also got a nice little parting gift from Kara. They, they don't talk about the show, but I, I remember, I'm holding these M&Ms, this candy that you see when I'm, when I'm walking out. So, Kara gave me a nice gift, which she didn't get any cred for. Okay, you guys, I'm back again to talk about HelloFresh. And this time I have Steven with me. So Steven, what is the latest and greatest on the front of HelloFresh for you? It's funny you should say latest and greatest. I do have a new recipe that I'm recommending officially to all of you listeners out there. Uh, Over the weekend, I had a one-pot spicy vegan curry stir-fry. As we're getting into some colder weather here, it was perfect. It was warm. It was super tasty. It's got these noodles, cilantro, and of course some peanuts. To uh, garnish on there. Can you garnish with peanuts? I didn't take, yeah, you can. Okay. I also didn't take you for a vegan. This I'm is not, news to me. definitely not a vegan. No, all, all oh. the meat uh, under the sun, but I, you know, occasionally. Just sometimes I'll, you I'll, want a break. Yeah, I'll dip my a toe meatless in the Monday, vegan. if you will. Okay. But that's a good thing about HelloFresh. HelloFresh has such a huge variety of recipes that you can really try anything you've ever wanted to. So this is why sure. we recommend HelloFresh to you guys. Like they have all sorts of recipes to choose from, from everybody, whatever it is you're looking for. Got to check it out. HelloFresh is where it's at, guys. Absolutely. Have your pumpkin spice and eat it too with a rotating selection of fall-inspired items from HelloFresh Market. From brunch kits to a fall dessert board, you'll find everything you need for all your favorite autumn occasions like tailgating, Oktoberfest, and more. Have a packed fall calendar? HelloFresh's quick and easy meals like their 20-minute recipes or low prep and easy cleanup options mean you'll spend less time in the kitchen and more time with your loved ones. And that, my friends, is why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So go to HelloFresh.com Beach65 and use code Beach65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com Beach65 and use code Beach65 for 65% off plus free shipping.
from there, we move on to a little beach party <laughs> with the football MTV has set up. This is very much an MTV scene as far as getting the gang together. I can very honestly say I was never just throwing the football around <laughs> in high school. That was not something <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. And, and they did a good job of editing this piece where they make it seem like you're trying to throw it at Lauren. Like I would, which, I would never. Well, it just goes with my whole image of beating everybody up all the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. I got a good laugh just seeing you in this scene. When we popped in, if I have a picture in my mind of you in high school, this is it. You're Aww. wearing all black. You've got these, what kind of pants are they? Bell-bottom pants? Oh, yeah. That what had is it? to have been, yes. Yeah. And then you like some sort of like a, a scarf or something as like a kind of a belt and then like a spaghetti strap and then a choker. <laughs> that was my uniform back in the day. I also do feel like, I mean, besides them making it seem like I'm trying to hit Lauren with a football, they did actually capture my just like goofy fun side of my personality. So I was happy about mm -hmm. that. Just being silly and messing around. That's really who I am, you know? And then there's a moment there where you're talking about well, they have Christina tee up the MTV part of it all as far as this conversation of everyone being together. And she's like, guys, guys, this is the last time we're yeah. all going to be together. We're <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're never really all together. We're I just know. here because there's cameras here. We all signed on to do the show. But, also, this yeah. story, I start telling a story about how you and I went to Tiffany's looking for rings. <laughs> And then I never, I never finished the story. And I was like, wait, I actually want to know the end of this story. Like, what was the point of this whole story? And, and I don't really remember I don't going to Tiffany's. Somebody, I don't know if it was Morgan or Lowe, they say she just walks away in the middle of your story. Like you're running away. And I think you, you, you were saying mayday, mayday as one of your marshmallows was falling yeah. off, your, <laughs> off the thing that you're holding over the fire, your little, yeah, whatever it's called. But Very curious uh, though, what the point of that story was, how that yeah. was going to end. Wait, hold on, hold on. You seem to like genuinely go into, we went to Tiffany's to look at rings. And then I know you were joking as you're saying, we're going to get married. Were we trying to get promise rings? I would guess that they would be some sort of a promise ring. Obviously we weren't like, let's get engaged. But I don't remember going to Tiffany's. Clearly it happened. I mean, I wouldn't have just pulled that out of thin air. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you don't remember because I don't remember either. <laughs> just... I guess it wasn't that memorable. <laughs> No rings came we'll get, out of it, I guess. <laughs> it's funny as we're coming to the end because we decided before summer, all right, let's have fun together. And we did that. But now we're coming. Now it's time to face the music, mm -hmm. which is, yeah. this is ending. And I think our different reactions, and I, I'll talk about this a little further in detail when we get to that final scene between us. But I could see us doing that. Saying like, let's just, we'll go get promise rings. Let's go to Tiffany's and look at rings. And it'll be a promise that even though we're going away and we're breaking up, that we'll still come back to, <laughs> to each other at one you, point. Like, which is I think we were so sweet. I love that we were just being very realistic. I really do. But mm -hmm. you can tell there was so much love between us. And we both mm -hmm. wanted to make it work, but we just weren't going to be naive. I think I say in this episode, Steven's going to go to college. I'm not going to expect him to not hook up with other girls. And I did say in this episode, you know, it's so much easier for him because he's going to be meeting all new girls. I'll never know. But if I hook up with someone, I think I say he'll know within an hour, which is so true. Yeah. Which is true. <laughs> yeah. I think that actually, I remember that happening. I think I remember being up at school for two weeks and I was like already hearing about some party and I was like, ah. Oh. Just oh, really? Because I I had myself convinced in, in this heart. episode that I was like, I don't even want to date anybody else. I was like, oh, I, be I believed of me. <laughs> of course, you're saying that to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. We got to break that scene down. There are yeah. so many layers happening there. Yeah, there's some funny little little pieces here that I enjoyed. Some more good quotes from Lo as she's talking about. <laughs> Always. Actually, I called her a little high maintenance little bitch, which I sorry about that. that, Lo. In the most loving way, though, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All in good fun. But- 
it's it's you know sweet that we're all kind of hanging out at this barbecue. I think they, you know, your energy, yeah, is is you know you're supernova in the room, and uh, that <laughs> that creates a lot of I think looks for Lauren, which. Lauren's looks, this, we've seen it throughout the show. I think we've talked about it. I think they're kind of iconic in a way, you know, from the show of her going through, kind of wearing her emotions on her sleeve of when she's upset or uncomfortable or just kind of going through it where all this, you know, she's kind of staying composed while all this shit is happening around her and she's got emotions about it, but, you know, she's just kind of trying to keep to herself. Yeah. And I feel like, because I feel, you know, I, I'll see gifts to this day. And I think a lot of them are from the hills, not as much from Laguna. Mm. But you see little bits of her, whether it's like a single tear yeah. or yeah. just having some sort of a reaction. So <laughs> no, definitely. there's some good ones there. Let me ask you this. Do you have a quote from from Lowe that you're going to use at the end of this episode for best quote? Well, I, I do, but it's it. later. Okay. Well, I can say this then because okay. I don't want to spoil it. But she talks about this, the, well, her line at the end, uh, we talk about Laguna being such a piece of shit, but really it's one of the best <laughs> places to live anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lauren's like, I love Laguna, or not Lauren, Morgan. She's like, I love Laguna. I want to raise my family here, which she doubles down on it again after saying it in the last uh, episode. Yeah. We spoke to her. She was like, ah, I didn't want to live there anymore. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if the show had something to do with that. But so Lowe's quote there, talking about Laguna being such a piece of shit. I didn't necessarily think that it was a piece of shit. We just had that mindset of every high school kid where you're like, I can't wait to get out yeah. of here. This town is boring. Yeah. I've been here for so many years. Let's, you know, move it along, folks. Exactly. But- but we all knew how beautiful it was. I mean, obviously it's very special. We it's not like we took that for granted, but yes, everything is relative. I mean, it it is when you live in the same place, you know, like any other kid, you just want to get out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we go to a scene. We're at your house. I'm helping you pack for college. And this was an MTV moment where they obviously had me go through the entire cast talking about how I thought they were going to be going off to college. And of course, I don't hold back because why would I? So I say, I'm not just saying this because I don't like her, but I think Lauren's going to hate college. I thought she was going to have a tough time meeting new people. Well, you weren't wrong about Lauren. She, she I, did come I'm back. a good judge of character, I will say. <laughs> oh, well, she did. She did. She met some people though. Yeah. But I think, didn't she meet Heidi? She met Heidi. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> the beginning of that. Oh, yeah. the beginning of, of the hills right there. But I, I think she also, yeah, I remember she wasn't too keen on San Francisco. And I think she wanted to move to the Fitum in LA. You were right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then how about when I ask you if you're going to miss anyone and you're all... Uh, yeah, all my friends. I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so I saw something in the scene that is kind of consistent of of my feelings when I think when things are starting to go south between us or things are not good between us, I don't handle, I don't know how to process my emotions. I obviously was not good at this age. And so I just kind of shut down or I get awkward or I get short and I'm being that way in this scene, right? And I think I'm kind of stressing out because I'm I'm leaving, but the reality of going away and actually saying goodbye to you within a matter of 24 to 48 hours Mm -hmm. was settling in. And I do remember back then, it was hitting me in a hard way because, you know, you put it off all summer and you're like, okay, that's like, we'll just deal with that when that comes. And then now it's arriving. It's like, okay, we're basically breaking up and we're going our separate ways. And it's just like that feeling of of life without each other, mm-hmm. you know, at that yeah. age where it was like, ah, you know, the thing that we wanted the most is is no longer going to be there. We're settling in. And I didn't know how to handle it. And it could, you could just see throughout before I leave, even saying goodbye to my dad, I'm kind of shutting down, yeah. uh, which, which is interesting. But there's also an unknown of, look, the idea of going to college is great. 
and fun and you're away from your parents. That is that is a truth. But then you get up there and you are alone, especially when you go somewhere new where you don't go to that, you know, that state college or the, the college that's close by that everyone from your school goes to. When you're going somewhere where you're meeting all new people, the idea is really great leading up and then you go, right? And you're having to jump off the cliff. It's tough. Yeah, it's And I think I was kind of coming to terms with that. But yeah, I did get a good kick out of, <laughs> are you going to miss anyone? I'm like, yeah, all my friends. I got oh my a, that was a moment. Like, MTV's teeing up that moment for me to say, I'm going to miss you and us, for, us to have the little sweet moment. But I did not take did the bait on it. I just did not just happen. kicked you right to the side there. I'm sorry. I, I was going to miss you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all right. I'm, I'm Again, not processing girl. my emotions correctly. <laughs> well, okay. And then we get to one of my favorite scenes in the whole season is the scene of us on top of my car with the most beautiful sunset in the background. This was a very, very real scene. I really don't remember MTV coming in during the scene being like, okay, can you talk about this? Obviously we knew we were saying goodbye essentially. So the conversation kind of just lent itself, but I just felt like this was a very honest, relatable conversation. And I think it really showcased our relationship. So I loved watching this. Yeah, there is so much happening in this scene to me on, and we kind of alluded to it earlier, where the layers of understanding where we're at and the point that we are reaching, which is that we are breaking up in a way, mm-hmm. but still figuring it out. Like this is, you we're kind of in survival mode. The yeah. way we talk about like, like, all right, in a perfect world, what happens? It's like, well, we're still together. Right. Every time you come you know, home, we're together. Every time we come home, we're <laughs> together. So obviously there's still a rational thought as to, you know, how we could be together moving forward. But yeah, we- We just we couldn't still, let each other that, go. Exactly. We, Which I and, think and is so, really sweet and relatable. There's so many, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of comments throughout this scene that I, I thought were, were really funny and sweet. And yeah, there's just a lot of layers. I think, I mean, even going through it, I say, what would happen in your perfect world? You say that every time you came back, we'd still be together. And then you say, and you wouldn't hook up with any girls. <laughs> And then there's kind of a beat. They're like, and I wouldn't hook up with any yeah. guys. Like you kind of throw that out there realizing like what you said to me was so one-sided. Like, oh, You're right. like, yeah, I should probably throw in at this moment and I wouldn't hook up with any guys. Almost you say that with a smirk. And the looks on our faces as we're saying it are, is really funny. I think I, I even, you kind of see me going like, well, well then I think don't. we've already discussed that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I kind of shake it off like, well, this is unrealistic. But then I still, I it, words that come out of my mouth are all right, well then, you know, you're over it. Like, just don't. Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that simple. <laughs> we, we were still fighting for our relationship right yeah. up to the end, even though we had made this agreement. But it was like, well, I but know. I don't want to say goodbye. Know. I don't want it to be over. I know. Which I think is, I think that's the sweet part. You know, there really was so much love between us. But I love that we like essentially mm. landed on an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and I wondered how I got to that. Yeah, Come I know. On. Yeah. So what is it? They're like, what do you want to call it? It broken up, taking a break, putting it hold. And then I come back with together, but with like an open relationship. Yeah. I don't know. And then I think this in the history of mankind, the quickest answer to a question you throw in, okay. <laughs> Sold. I, say. Yeah, I feel like, ooh, open, but together. Perfect. This yeah. sounds like and great, then, which that didn't yeah, happen do not at recommend. All. Yeah. That, that's not the way to handle this. But when we agree to have an open relationship, you say, but don't be open a lot. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you say, you say it a very sweet, it's like the sweetest <laughs> moment I think of this scene is when you say, but don't be open a lot. Uh, <laughs> 
which is really funny. But yeah, this is a great scene. I think showing that adolescent love that was there between us was strong and 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 you see it through the scene and to see in the you know, we've grown up a bit as it's a little more comfortable, I think, on camera too, as, as we're kind of going through the scene. And you're right. I remember the producers left us alone for like 30 to 45 minutes and we sat up there and just shot the shit. You know what else too is when we would do scenes like this, the cameras weren't right in front of us too. So there was always, it was easier, I think, for us to just be ourselves rather than like if we were at a restaurant, there's a camera right there. You know, you can see a camera so yeah. close to you and then obviously all the people around too. But when they would back up a little bit and be able to let us do these scenes, it almost felt like we weren't filming. Those were the only times I ever was able to like disassociate a little bit from the cameras. But those were mm-hmm. when you, I think, got the realest moments. So I really, I think this was, well, it is one of my favorite scenes in the whole season just because of how authentic it seemed. No, you're right. I, I think it's one of my favorite as well. I was wondering going into this, I, I knew about that scene. I was like, where did we shoot us sitting on top of your car? Three Arch. It was yeah. where my dad was building his house. That's right. Yeah, the top of Three Arch. There's a nod to actually Lauren at the end of this episode because as we're driving down the hill, her parents' house is right there in the background, which is so funny. There you go. Yeah, that's definitely a favorite scene. Mm-hmm. And then we we get into me saying goodbye to my dad. Yeah. And I do remember this as a hard day, as I was mentioning earlier. The reality is there. It's it's over between us. I'm going away and I'm kind of feeling lonely at this point. You know, you had your friends where you were, it was like once we weren't hanging out, it was time to go. You're hanging out with your girlfriends. Yeah, I mean, you guys I was excited out. because I was a senior now, you know? So like I was jacked up about my senior year. <laughs> Of course. And meanwhile, I'm packing up my boxes and just driving by myself up to San Francisco. Yeah, that reality was was hard. I remember that settling in and again, trying to process that. It was supposed to be a really nice time, but I was like, fuck. I don't know. It, it just, it took me a while to transition. I will say this. I actually didn't have to drive up to school by myself because the MTV minivans that we've talked about, they drove up with me. I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode, but we rode up together. So MTV helped get me up to San Francisco and we shot for a couple of days up there. And then I got to go out with them as kind of a goodbye end of the season. And they they sent me on my way to college up there. So MTV moved me into college. That is nice. <laughs> so yeah, they settled me in and it was nice having that little moment up there with them. And then we shot some stuff, which I think ends up in the second season. I'm curious to see because I, I remember seeing it and we, I haven't seen it in this episode. So I guess we'll find out. But yeah. stay tuned, right? Mm-hmm. From there, we have Christine and Morgan saying goodbye, which was really cute. It actually killed me because- What? Well, Morgan is so funny to me. And I know I've said that literally every episode, but you know, Christina is trying to have a moment of like, you know, I'm going to miss you. Like no one's going to replace you. And Morgan's like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we always say that, but you know, she's like not, she's just being really funny about it. And Christina's like, no, really? Like no one's going to replace you. And Morgan's like, eh, you know, (laughs) I just thought it was so, Morgan kills me. I just think her sense of humor is so genius. I could watch her all day, every day. (laughs) Yeah. She's entertaining. Absolutely. And then from there we have Lo and Lauren saying goodbye, mm-hmm. which Lo comes in with her goodbye stink face. Yeah. They have this little piece where they have Jen Bunny, who they don't have show much in the show except for some comments that just... They, yeah, they yeah. She's not really shown in the best light throughout the entire season. But, you know, she mm-hmm. served her purpose on the show, I guess. <laughs> and Lo's talking about these Gucci bags. Was that really a thing? No, I mean, so they're talking about fake purses. And that's why okay. Lo is giving Lauren a hard time because she has a fake Gucci, I'm assuming, but she called it Gochi. This was actually my favorite quote because 
The Ugh. fact that Lowe called out Lauren for a fake purse on camera is something that most girls would be like, <gasps> like just like devastated about. And Lowe just went for it. And I actually thought Lauren handled it very well. But I love that she called it Gochi. I just, I was laughing yeah. when I saw this. I don't remember this from when it aired. So I think I appreciated it more now than I did back in the day. I loved it. <laughs> is that a fake name for a Gucci bag that lives... To this day? I've never heard the word Gochi. I feel like Lo kind of just made that up, which I, if if she did, that's what I think is so genius about it. <laughs> yeah. And I love that Lauren throws it right back to Lo. It's like, you have a fake Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? It's genius. I loved it. <laughs> and then from there, there's a, a really sweet moment. I think a great IRL moment that MTV gets, which is with Lauren and her parents saying goodbye as she gets to the airport. And... It's funny, her mom earlier in the, in the season, I think we were going to graduation. She didn't want to cry on camera, so she turns around and leaves. Yeah. And then now they've got this really big moment where they're saying goodbye to their daughter who's going to college and they're at the airport and they can't help themselves. Lauren is obviously a wreck as well. And then even Jim, good old Jim gets emotional there at the end. You could see it on his face. And that is quality, real, pure moments that MTV was able to get from these monumental moments in, in people's lives where that's, you know, for Jim and Kathy, Lauren's parents, that's their first child to go off to college. So very big moment there. Yeah. And yeah. then from there. And then from there. We've been teeing up this whole piece. Oh man. They have this Maroon 5 playing. She will be loved. And <sighs> this song this, totally brought me back to 2004. <laughs> mm -hmm. This moment, which, you know, I, I hate to say it, but of course it's an MTV setup moment. I mean, I've, they've got my surfboard kind of sticking out of the back <laughs> of the truck in just a certain way. <laughs> I think that they were trying to maybe tie it to when when I was leaving because I had the surfboard in the back or they, it just was an aesthetic thing that they wanted, which I remember thinking, oh, this is painful. Stereotypical. I'm going to get rousted for this. So cowboy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, there I am waiting to pick her up. And it's so funny. The way, of course, they teed this up to us of how Oh, they're going to have you pick her up and, and just help her as a, as a friend, right? You know, move it in. And I had no idea that at this time that they were going to use it in such a pivotal way of like the whole show being like, <laughs> like when are we going to get to the end of Steven and Kristen so that Lauren and Steven could be together as they've tried to tee up, they're teeing up for the audience. You know, there's this team Kristen, team LC thing, but MTV is leaning on the the team Lauren, right? She's the narrator of the show. Yeah. This is the big moment we're leading up to. I think... And when you look at it, as you back it all up, you're like, all right, so they found out early on because we had, when they first came around and we were first kind of interviewing, I'm saying that I'm going away to college, you know, in San Francisco. Lauren says that she's going to college in San Francisco. And I'm sure we've mentioned like, oh yeah, it's cool. I'm not going to really know anybody, but Lauren will be up there and she's kind of saying the same thing. So they knew from the second they started shooting us, it'll all lead up to this moment. No matter what happens, if Lauren's going to be our narrator and, you know, they're trying to get Steven and, and Lauren together, we're going to build it up to when, when they get to San Francisco, he's picking her ass up at the airport. They're going to drive across the Golden Gate Bridge, or it's actually the Bay Bridge yeah. from Oakland. And that's going to be the end of the show. We'll get the truck going across the bridge. And they're, you know, this is the beginning of the next chapter of their lives. And maybe they're together, which is But also like interesting. the most genius cliffhanger, because now everyone is like, well, I have to see season two because what's going to happen with Steven and Lauren? I mean, it was the most perfect ending. And I will say Adam DeVello is a genius when it comes to reality shows. I think how he ended all of his shows has been iconic, honestly. I mean, the Hills ending was incredible, but 
it's genius. What did they do in the end of the hills? So the end of the hills, like series finale, we shot it on the Paramount lot and they had Brody and I saying goodbye. And then they backed up and it was in front of like a picture of a street. And then we just like said Mm -hmm. goodbye. Like it was just tongue in cheek. Everything's all staged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys, I'm sure you all know the name Steve Madden. If you were like me, you grew up wearing these shoes. And in fact, I had these ads on my wall because I thought that their magazine ads were so cool. Well, they've been your favorite footwear brand for over 30 years, and now they've launched apparel. The full collection is available to shop at stevemadden.com, and it retails for under $140. They have everything from dresses, jackets and coats, tops and shirts, bottoms like jeans, pants, and skirts, and much, much more. So you guys are going to definitely want to check this out. You can now get ready for any occasion in head-to-toe Steve Madden. The brand has you covered from apparel to footwear, handbags, and accessories. Steve Madden definitely covers all of the trends. That is something that I've always loved about him in the shoe world. And now they're doing it with clothing as well. So this fall, you're going to want to check out Patchwork Denim. Bras and corsets are very in right now. Sexy, sexy. Micro minis, mesh, satin shine, cutouts, utility, oversized suiting, and reinventing the shacket plus puffers. Lots of fun, exciting trends. If you guys want to show us how you wear your Steve Madden, post a photo and hashtag SMFall22. All right, you guys. Of course, you're going to want to check out Steve Madden, a brand that we all know and love. And you can use code BEACH at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Visit www.stevemadden.com. Use code BEACH for 20% off your next purchase. Promo code excludes pre-order items. Again, that is code BEACH at checkout for 20% off. Okay, you guys, I want to take a moment to talk to you about Symbiotica. If you listened last week, Stephen and I chatted a bit about that. But if you didn't hear, Symbiotica is a health supplement company designing sophisticated formulations that are scientifically proven to increase vitality and longevity by filling nutritional gaps that result from our modern day diet. I am a huge, huge fan of this brand. I love their vitamin C, their magnesium. So I highly recommend you guys check out this company. Stephen, I know that you talked a bit about them and you also like them. What have you been trying? Yeah, I'm always looking to up my health and wellness uh, overall and always down to try new things. Recently tried Symbiotica's Super Greens, which was a nice way to boost your daily nutrition. So it contains a bioavailable complex of natural plant compounds, including some chlorophyll. I think it's got some broccoli seed in there and it's other alkalizing greens, which is great. And it helps to support cellular detoxification, boost energy levels, and promote healthy immune response. So we're, we're feeling, we got a little pep in our step. Yeah, you do. Also guys, what's really cool is they have an online quiz that you can take so that they can recommend supplements specific for your health goals, which there's nothing I love more than ordering products online that they can still customize to your personal needs. So definitely check that out. All right. Well, you guys, you can use code BEACH at symbiotica.com for 15% off site-wide, or you can create your custom bundle and get up to 45% off. Code applies on top of custom bundle discount. Again, that is code BEACH on symbiotica.com for 15% off site-wide, or you can create your own custom bundle and get up to 45% off. 
from a producer's standpoint and an audience standpoint, I mean, this was the best way to end season one. I mean, it just was. Mm -hmm. Personally, yeah. no, I, not I, so much. <laughs> but from an audience <laughs> perspective, absolutely. What are, you, what are you talking about? You got together with an open relationship. I okay. guess there you go. You're I fine. shouldn't have agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they really knocked it out of the park. I mean, this will go right in, I think, to my audience rating for this episode, which is an A+. Like, wow, what, what a way to round it all out. I mean, it starts with the best title, of course, with Dunzo. Uh, <laughs> and then it ends with Lauren and I driving across the bridge and onto this next chapter. The audience has to love that as they've been teeing that up. But then they also have things open between us. So there's a lot for Team Kristen to chew on. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot for Team... Lauren to chew on and especially going into a next season. So yeah. kudos to MCV. Yeah. I agree. And and just to continue on what you were saying, I also gave it an A from an entertainment perspective. But again, these last few episodes, I think are just very relatable. You know, saying goodbye to your family, saying goodbye to your friends, going off to college. It's scary. It's exciting. It's all the things. And I think it really pulls on everybody's heartstrings. Yeah. There's a lot more IRL moments than MTV in the final episodes, as we kind of talked about before. The last episode, there's a lot of MTV moments because they really have to really button up the story the way that they've been teeing it up throughout. And they need certain moments to, to really nail it. And they got those. But they did it, and I think in a more natural way, we're all a little more comfortable being on camera. I think for myself, even, I saw myself as a little more uncomfortable on camera. And yeah, I mean, they just, they knocked the ending out of the park. So... It's it's an A plus on the audience. Would you give yourself for a personal rating? So personal, I did B plus because they really did show my goofy, playful side. But, and this kind of goes with my do-over as well. Again, enunciate, but also finish a thought. Like you and I, when we're packing up your, <laughs> your stuff for college, we're talking about you meeting new people and how, you know, I'm trying to sit here and say, Everyone's going to be in the same boat as you. I actually moved around my whole life. So this is something I could shed some real light on, but I don't actually finish a sentence. I'm like, well, you know, all the freshmen are going to be in the same whatever. It's like, wait, what? No, finish your sentence. Like you actually have something to say. So yeah. I did not give myself an A because of those little things. So B plus, and then that's also my do over. What about you? F plus. That's what oh I'm giving God. myself. What, like, what you're I mean, what, crazy. Because like, what if like a piece of shit to go from like one girl right to the next as yeah. like we say goodbye. And then it's almost like my whole plan is, all right, like I'm going to pick okay, her up from the airport fair. and we're going to move it on. So I'm watching this and I'm just like, ah, Okay, like, fair, 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 fair. I don't know. I, I just, you, you feel like a dirt bag. But I gave it a plus because of that <laughs> IRL window into our relationship that they had. They had okay. that- real life moment uh, of us saying goodbye. A really beautiful scene. They shot it well. They put it right up in Three Arch where your dad was building a house right next to Lauren's house. They did a great job with that. <laughs> and But just the moments of, you know, us talking again, as we described when we were talking about the scene, just what was going on. Like we had grown up a little bit, but not completely. We're still kind of making the old mistakes because we're still trying to figure out how we make this together. Because if we had done that where we agreed to, you know, kind of be together and keep a relationship going away to to college, some sort of an episode like Cabo or some sort of like <laughs> explosion was destined to happen, yeah, right? Yeah, and sure. So we were setting ourselves up for that once again. But, you know, ultimately we did call to quits, which was, I think, the best thing. And that's why we could be friends today. There right? you go. See? But not so much in season two because I think there's some scenes there. <laughs> yeah, I'm we're like, going to find out. I can't remember everything. <laughs> what about a do-over? supposed to be happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my do-over, you know, maybe we introduce a nasal decongestant to our life. <laughs> some sort of an allergy pill. Um, yeah, I just, 
I get very self-conscious watching that stuff where I'm sniffing throughout dealing with allergies. So that was be a that would be a do-over for me. Well, everyone is their own worst critic. I didn't notice that watching you, honestly. Really? At all. Interesting. No, yeah. What about you? What was the do-over for you? Well, it's what, you know, just enunciate and finish a thought. Just kind of what I said a minute ago. Oh, you wouldn't have connected with Lauren and the football? Like, I wish I didn't underthrow that one. Yeah, I mean, not the top of my <laughs> do-over list, but it might be on there. <laughs> they used a line where it was like, oh, I just missed. Like, you, you were throwing the ball back at me, and then they— Yeah, they made yeah. it seem like it was Lauren. They made it seem like you were throwing at Lauren, which is fucked up. Fucked, really up. fucked up. <laughs> just trying to fight, you know? What about a quote? All right, so this one is—I have the both of us from that scene. Look, you've got a couple of, of really sweet moments, but at the very end when you say— but don't be open a lot is <laughs> I think really funny and sweet. And then I kind of come back with, you can come up and hang out with Lauren and I. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, what a great, great moment. <laughs> it's just nice that we could keep things lighthearted Absolutely. a little bit there at the end. But yeah, the innocence in which you say don't, but don't be open a lot is sincere and, and naive and pure in it. so many ways. I, I thought it was a really great moment. Love that. Well, I said mine earlier. Mine was when Lowe says Gochi. I just thought it was genius. <laughs> well, uh, wow. Well, there it is. Oh my God. Season one. I can't believe it. You know, it's funny. We didn't really talk about this, but I remember there was one moment in October. I went down for Halloween to visit some friends in Santa Barbara. And there's a, if people have ever been there, I think Isla Vista is the street. It's a big party scene. It's a huge street party. And I went down there and we weren't sure like being recognized if that, that was really a thing. I'm still kind of in denial that people are really watching the show, but it was a total scene on the first night. So we wind up creating some sort of like a face paint or something for me to wear some sort of a hat that, you know, wouldn't be able to be recognized. And we had to kind of keep moving around, but I bumped into somebody that was dressed as me for Halloween. Oh my God. And that was one of those moments like, oh fuck, this is really actually a thing this that people something. are watching. Wow. But yeah, I mean, when this this episode airs December 14th, like we said, and, and coming back to Laguna, it was it was kind of, nothing was the same in a way. Yeah. It's very interesting, but yeah. So. I love that. Well, there you have it. That is the end of season one of Laguna Beach. I can't believe it, but it is not the end of Back to the Beach. We have one more very, very special episode for you guys that I promise you are not going to want to miss. Oh, it's a good one. Very in capital letters. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti. We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back through Laguna Beach with us. You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti. Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-0. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti. Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson. Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor. Music supervision by Jonathan Lane. Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi. Cover composed by Steve Shebby. And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostic. 